to Behind the Beauty Biz podcast series. I'm your host, Shanae Marie, a beauty business owner and a business coach. I help women all around the world go from being overworked, underpaid, and lost within their beauty business to creating a business they do not want to run from. Throughout this podcast series, I'm going to be sharing with you the common mistakes that beauty business owners just like you should avoid in their business. These very same mistakes could be what are keeping you from reaching that level of success that you know you can reach. If this resonates with you, you're going to want to stay tuned as I have a ton of juicy tips coming your way that are bound to turn those stressors in your business into simple and maybe even enjoyable tasks. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at shanaemarie.official for more tips and tricks in your beauty business. Welcome back to my fourth weekly episode of Behind the Beauty Biz. Today, I want to go over three common mistakes people make when trying to budget. So these are mistakes that I've made many times in the past as well, and I finally have found a way to avoid ever doing them again. So due to popular vote on my Instagram, I'm going to be sharing them with you today. These three things will not only help you budget your business better, but they'll also help you budget your personal expenses as well. So in return, this can lead to a more financially free and essentially stress-free life. Honestly, whether you earn $30,000 a year or $300,000 a year, it is important to understand where your money is going so that you can learn to manage it properly. So without further ado, I'm going to hop into the number one mistake you want to avoid when creating and executing your budget. This is something I hear often, especially with my students. You only budget expenses. This only accounts for like half of your income, and it's not going to make the world of a difference when it comes to your overall spending habits and your budget. So instead, what you're going to want to do is budget everything. And I mean everything your monthly payments, your grocery limit, your Starbucks addiction, your self-care limit. You want to budget all of it. The reason I say this is because many people will create a strict budget that leaves absolutely no room for fun money. No room for some Starbucks, no room for lashes or nails or a movie night and those type of things. I found myself constantly making budget plans that I could never seem to stick to and I could never understand why until I figured this out. (laughs) This was why. I got out of this vicious cycle by actually categorizing my money into separate bank accounts that I would label. Um, I mean, bank accounts cost money, but I was lucky enough to, my bank offered me this account that had six subcategories. So I would just, um, you know, rename them into certain things like self-care, bills, etc. Um, and I would put aside a certain amount of money per month in each account. So for my self-care, for my expenses, my savings, my personal spending, so on and so forth. Doing this immediately made it easier for me to not go over budget because I could actually physically see when money was leaving that account and then how much I had left to spend for the month. Once it was up, it was up. So if I spent my entire self-care money within the first week of the month, then I wouldn't get any more self-care treatments until the following month. You get me? Now, the second thing you're going to want to avoid when creating your budget is to underestimate everything. Instead, you're going to want to overestimate everything. So overestimate your monthly budget so that you can be prepared just in case things go over. For example, if your monthly cell phone bill is like $132.76 per month, you're going to want to put away maybe $150. If your monthly utility averages between $150 to $250 every month, 
then set aside 250 or more. It feels way better to have more money set aside than when you don't have enough, right? So basically, we want to avoid ever having to pay out of any other account to cover the bills that we did not account for. So you don't want to be taking money from like your self-care account because you underestimated your hydro bill. This will create bad habits and usually causes budgets to fail. Because once you do it once, you're kind of like, eh, whatever. And then these categories and these different budgets basically become useless. So in saying that, we want to be treating our savings accounts the exact same way. So have you ever put aside like a huge chunk of money? Because let's say you were like doing so good with money that week and you're like, oh yeah, I can put aside a thousand bucks this month into my savings. And it was just like, I'm going to put all this away. I'm never going to touch it. It makes my savings look so good. But then you find yourself going into it like four days later because you put away way too much and you ended up having to go into it to help cover some bills that you didn't think about. So we want to avoid this at all costs. Once we start taking money out of our savings, when it's you know not an emergency, we start treating it just like another bank account. We break that almost like invisible wall of security around our savings, and then we usually end up draining it month to month. So what's the point? Instead, we're going to want to put aside only what we can 100% afford to put aside into our savings, which is something that you're going to have to figure out when you plan out your budget, because um, obviously you know, how much you're going to be able to put aside is going to completely differ from person to person. But you're going to want to only put aside more money if you like, let's say you got a big bonus check that month from work or another bill, you know, you were going to pay was expecting like way less than you thought or something like that. But mainly do not overcommit to your savings and break that seal of invisible, like no touchy. <laughs> that is going to be the worst for your savings balance. And it's going to be, you're going to be better off depositing less every month than you are going to be breaking that seal. Because what's going to happen is at least when you deposit less every month, it's going to stay in there and it's going to accumulate over time. Whereas when you break that seal, you actually end up using it a lot more than you think. And it basically just keeps your account at a standstill or it just drains it or it builds very, very slowly. Um, I hope all that makes sense. <laughs> So before I finish off this episode, I want to provide you with a couple tips that help me get out of my bad budgeting cycle. So tip number one was I found a way to visually organize my money, right? By doing those separate categories in the multiple bank accounts. However, if that's not your route, if that's not the way you want to go, you can also put money, um, like if you're more of a cash person, if that helps you budget better, you can put cash into maybe various envelopes and just label all the envelopes like you would bank accounts. Whatever is going to help you the best and is going to be the most budget friendly for you. Tip number two is before creating your new budget, figure out your why. If you've ever taken a course from me, you've probably heard me talk about your why a lot. <laughs> and the reason I speak about it so often is because it's the very thing that makes you fail or succeed at your goals. Your why could be something like me and my partner can't ever seem to go on a nice holiday because we don't ever have the finances to do so. How does everybody else have the money to do this? Well, hold on to that. And every time you go to break your budget plan, you're like, mm, I really want that jacket. I don't need it, but like, look how cute it is. I want it. Well, instead, remind yourself of that. Your why has to be strong. It has to be an emotional, like you have to have that emotional tie and it needs to be personal to you because if it's not strong enough, it's going to be easy to ignore. But if it's something that really matters to you, it's going to be a lot easier for it to trump your impulsive, mindless spending in that moment. 
Tip number three is start off slow. So don't overpromise anything. Don't go all, you know, don't go all out your first month of trying to budget. It's better to do, you know, overly well your first month of month of budgeting because you gave yourself these huge limits um, than it is to underpay yourself and break all your budgets by the second week because it wasn't realistic. So this can cause us to form a bad relationship with budgeting and make it 10 times harder to follow through the next time we give it a try. So this is probably something that has maybe made you come to this podcast in the first place because you've tried so many times and failed that you're like, it just gets harder every time because you've now broken that like trust with yourself that you can stick to it, right? So what you're going to want to do is with tip number four is give yourself free spending money. Um, I actually give myself like a set amount of money every single week that I can buy whatever with. It's just personal spending. So basically if I'm out like grocery shopping and I see like a cute plant, I'm like, I'm going to get that. I have money in my personal spending. Or if I see a pair of shoes that I don't need, but I want, um, and it fits in the personal spending budget. It's just something that you don't have to, it's not, you know, strictly for bills or strictly for gas or, you know, it's a way for you to also enjoy your money without mindlessly spending because when we mindlessly spend that's when we get into trouble you don't want to put yourself into like a budget jail you just want to spend more mindfully and by following the tips that I give you in this podcast it's going to make doing that that much easier budget is not a bad word you've got this so for more on budgeting I actually created a free uh, budgeting template and you can access it through my free Facebook group the beauty biz CEO with Shanae Marie and I will link it in the show notes do you want an input on what the beauty biz CEO talks about next do you want more tips and tricks on how to make your beauty business everything you've ever wanted it to be follow me on Instagram and join my free Facebook group you can find access to these platforms in the show notes For more tips and tricks on how to go from being overworked, underpaid, and lost within your beauty business to thriving with unshakable business confidence and skill, don't forget to follow this podcast series, Behind the Beauty Biz with Shanae Marie, and stay up to date on our weekly podcast episodes. you've tried everything in your power to grow your business to where you wanted it to be but you feel like you just keep falling short are you tired of trying to run your business when essentially your business just keeps running you if yes join our exclusive group of beauty biz owners just like you for our seasonal mastermind group enrollments for these groups only come around every three months so that me and my team are able to keep them as personal as possible we have exclusive content private group meetings, private coaching, accountability, specifically designed assignments, all made to help you take your business and essentially your life from where it currently is, a place you don't want it to be, to where you've always dreamed of it being. Our next start date is February 1st, 2021, but don't wait because enrollment opens in the next two weeks and spots fill up quickly. For more information, please visit the designated link in the show notes. Until next time.